0: This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from the work they do so they can live the life they desire. You deserve it. It is possible. This show features interviews with people who've already created success in their lives and businesses, and stories about everyday people living extraordinary lives. It's time for you to add value. Today's guest, Doreen Olson, is all about branding. Branding is so much more than your logo and the precursor to all effective marketing. Doreen is known as the brand builder. Doreen has sparked double-digit growth in more than 40 multi-million dollar and iconic brands. Her workshops and one-to-one coaching help owners turn their business into a brand and be known for what they do and how they are making the world a better place. Doreen, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to be able to share your story and and your experience of of your journey into entrepreneurship. And uh, I just can't wait to see where this goes today.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to be here and the connections that we've made because of some like-minded, you know, um, groups. And you know, Robert, thank you so much. You've connected me with amazing people and talent already. So, um, but we'll share that in a little while.
0: Yeah, so exciting. So, you you had a, a great deal of corporate success, and and then made the decision to to give up that that corporate journey uh, to become an entrepreneur. Would you share that that story?
1: Yeah. um, I'll never forget the day that I I was really nervous about telling my children um, who were nine and 13 at the time. And they only knew me to be working for Lindt chocolate. So, you know, I was kind of branded in a way that, you know, I was the chocolate lady. Everybody knew me for chocolate. Right. And it is fun working at a chocolate factory. It is a delight to walk into the factory every day and, like, smell that that chocolate wafting across the the parking lot. And, all. and, um, and what was amazing to me is, you know, I I was nervous that they. They would be like, what? You're not going to be working for the chocolate factory? And instead, they both were incredibly supportive. They felt like my wings could, you know, really open up. And in fact, my daughter started right away, like generating her versions of little, oh, mom, we need to have um, a motto and a company name and, oh, business cards. And mom, you need employees. And she wrote out a list. And she wrote, I M P L O Y E E S employees. And she's she, all of a sudden she had a, a moment. She said, could I be your first employee? So I knew that there was, you know, this entrepreneurial spirit in both my kids because they were very accepting of me moving into that space. But um, but yeah, my I'm known for branding and in my corporate world, I didn't actually know that I was known for branding. You know, oftentimes I was brought in uh, to a giftware company that they had just bought six companies. They had the names, they had the distributions, they had no product, they had no feel of what the, the packaging would be or anything. It was just like, they bought all these companies, now what, okay, we need to bring somebody in that knows brand marketing, knows product development. And um, yeah, my first week there, I was faced with six brands to kind of come up with um, a logo design and, and uh, you know, a look, a feel of what each brand would be. And here's what I want to talk to you about today for your listeners and branding. When I say brand, what do you think of? Lint. And the logo, you know, Coca-Cola, you know, whether it's Coca-Cola, Jeep, um, what else, you know, Lint chocolate, right? We think of a name, we think of their logo, we think of how they make us feel, right? Like I just wrote recently about how, you know, that one moment of enjoying a chocolate from Lint chocolate is like no other. You know, and it's Lynn's mission to have one piece of chocolate their their milk chocolate truffle in every person's mouth in the u s a and if so, they have avid fans and, and you know brand advocates forever you know so um, absolutely so that is still true when you go to a lint chocolate store, they are handing out free samples um but yeah, branding is so much more than a logo it's so much more than a tagline it is. When you're excited about your brand, it bleeds through into every conversation. It's every touch point. It's how you feel about the brand, but it's also how the brand helps others feel. you know, do um, do we feel secure? Do we feel uplifted? Do we feel like there's some spunk and fun? Like, you know, when you think about, I'm not necessarily crazy about Old Navy clothing. However, their commercials rock. You know, they get all generations spirited, um, good music and active people, inclusive, you know, all of those things. So, you know, they're the place to be at back to school. Right. For for, um, a variety of ages, you know. So, yeah, um, coming back to, you know stepping into that place of having six companies that I now needed to develop product for, but I also needed to develop, gosh, if we have three giftware companies, how are they not going to compete with one another? We have the distribution. We have the customers that are at the ready to buy the product. However, we had no product. We had no packaging, you know, we had no brand story. And so I was building brand stories then. And that's what I still focus on today. Um, but my favorite part was um, actually my last day at Lent Chocolate when the president and CEO who had hired me, he, he went to Switzerland. He lobbied for my position and um, from start to finish, like hired me 10 days after I sent a, a resume, you know, it was really super quick. And we grew the business from $32 million to $1.5 billion. And there were a lot of different steps that we took in it. And my last day there, he he came to my office and he said, "Do do you have a minute? Can we like talk just before you head out? And he said, where are you going? Who are you working for? What are you doing? And I said, well, look at your new boss. Not really, because I work for others, right? But I told him I have... I've so enjoyed making millions and millions of dollars for big brands. And now it's time for me to help Main Street. Now it's time for me to help the entrepreneurs. Now it's time for me to help what I had already been doing. You know, I I had a lot of dinners that were hosted and such because people would say, you know, I have an idea. I just Mm -hmm. want to run it by you. And I'm not sure where to start. And it's really starting with the story, you know, who you are, what you do. Why you do it? How are you changing the world? So I'm gonna flip that to you, Robert, and tell me who you are, what you do, and how you're changing the world.
0: Yeah. So uh, my journey, obviously, the the idea of add value to life, um, yeah. and then of course our podcast, add value to entrepreneurs, um, is really based on a Bible verse where Paul says, you know, encourage one another and build each other up. And so So
1: true, so true. So that is foundational.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so so my goal in life is obviously to add value to people and and to build them up. But then as a business, you know, helping entrepreneurs, um, focusing on that side of entrepreneurship that um, every entrepreneur realizes, but maybe nobody outside of the business world realizes and that 80 percent of what's going on in their business is up here. And, it is. And, it is. and most and most of the time, the stories that we're telling ourselves aren't helping us move, move our business forward and, and move ourselves forward. And so my focus is helping them change the story they tell themselves about themselves and about their business and about the impact that they can have in the world.
1: And that's and where I think you and I work really well together to be able to um, help them, like I focus on helping people step into themselves, you know, it's kind of like when we enter a party, right? Um, Or a social scene, like, people are concerned about everyone around them, when in fact, if they focused on how they're feeling, right, at the moment, and what they want to do next, it changes everything, you know, so if they walk in and say, um, here's a little tip for the listeners, Um, branding is 50% you, and 50% the perception of you and what you do. Nice. So that's where marketing becomes really important. But you can't market if you don't know what to amplify. <laughs> so yeah, you know, going back to the story of, you know, I walk into an event. And, um, you know, in the in the in, in the immediate area, people know me as the chocolate person, right? In the fundraising world, people look at me and go, She's the brand builder. She is the one that can take us from here to here. Like they, They're energized and they can't wait to share their next idea with me because they know they have the seed of something and they want to make it bigger. They want to have impact. And so what I hear in your message of who you are and what you do is that you want to have impact, but you also want to build community and you want to lift others up in a space that you know, um, the entrepreneur world, we are in many cases trailblazers. Like we, the path has not been made before because we are choosing to step into this, even if we own a pizza store, a pizza. Right. you know, like nobody's done it the way you do it. Right. And um, it's always amazing to me that, you know, 20 pizza stores could be in a town and they all thrive or 20 different stores sell a uh, cell um coffee all within two blocks of one another and they all thrive right and it's because we appreciate how we feel when we walk into that space do we feel cared for you know is there a concierge level or is it more does it feel like a transaction you know and it does when we don't deliver our full cells into what we do, it does start to feel like a transaction because it's surface level you know but if we know our star story and we know who we are what we do, why we do it like I am here really as kind of um twofold to help it's almost like a the effect of a lighthouse right guiding people but also shining light on them so they can be seen like they, the best marketers, what do we like to do? We don't want the spotlight on ourselves. We wanna like highlight the person right next to us so that they get all, and we're really good at it, that they get all the attention and notoriety that they deserve,
0: you know? Absolutely. So, so you mentioned that conversation with your boss. What, what was his reaction? What t-
1: That was what was so remarkable. Um, you know, he, he was hired by the Swiss team. He was an Austrian um, Olympian athlete. He was somebody that could go out and run 50 miles and he was high powered. He, he um, was always on the go. And even the day that he came into my office, he was moving from one meeting to the next, had just come in from outside. His hair is kind of like tossed, like um, Kramer, you know, on, on Seinfeld. And he, you know. Oh, good. You're still here. Can we talk? And when I shared with him what I wanted to do, he was like, he sat back and he got ref- reflective for a moment. And he's like, you know, I always wanted to do that. I always thought, what could I do to positively impact, especially what can I show my sons that we can do that positively impacts, you know, on, and on a grander scale? It's not just about the money, it is about generating you know, energy and, and, you know, life around us and all. So, um, those are my words. But when he sat back, he was like, you know, that's exactly what I wanted to do. And, you know, he left that job less than a year later to do what he's best at. And that is to take a smaller company and make it giant. So, um, he went back to, um, Europe and started working for a coffee company that was just budding, which he could then get all of the building pieces into place and, um, and started there, you know, which I think if we had a conversation today, it would be hard, you know, it was hard to leave Lint chocolate. There were a lot of, um, I would call my babies there. One of them being the, the snowman truffle, um, which, you know, I got a standing ovation for by the worldwide CEO um, simply because I suggested a snowman truffle be created and um, sold at our retail stores because I really wanted to reach the children and, you know, the family markets and the decoration, the home, dec- home decor. And um, yeah, the standing ovation was funny because I think I you might have read about this, right, Robert, that, you know, the whole room went quiet and it's one of those times that you're standing at the front of the room. And, and I thought, gosh, I either just, you know, the the president and CEO worldwide stood up at the other end of the table. And it's just like the movies, you know, like you're standing at one end and really long table. And at the other end, he stands up and says, you know, I didn't know what he was going to say. I didn't know if I had just lost my job or <laughs> really liked the idea or what was going on. And none of us in the room, there were about 20 of us. And he started to give me a standing ovation. He started uh, clapping almost like an alligator, like, you know. Clapping, and he said, "Do you really think that this is a million dollar idea?" And I said, "Oh, yes, in the first, and we can do that in three months." So he really liked that idea. <laughs> now, what does this have to do with branding? What does this have to do with what we do, who we are, what we do, and and how we're changing the world? Um, I'm all about connections. I'm all about clarity. I'm all about momentum. And I could bring those things forward in corporate, but like you said, at a certain point, like when I started announcing to my peers that I was starting my own company and in three months I was going to be leaving Lind, I, I kept feeling like my arms were like wanting to open up and fly because I knew I could bring my full me to work, and that's the work that I'm really focused on. I am focused on uh, brand messaging. But if we get the messaging right, it is it is so deep and soulful, you know, just like what you shared with me of like where your inspiration and having a quote from the Bible, like knowing, knowing what's so important to you helps your true believers, you know, find their way to you. You know, so that is part of attraction marketing that is part of um, I would call it luxury luxury brand attraction. You know, is that you think about the commercials on luxury brands, you know, uh, one of my favorites is Audi, where this little girl's like, my dad's an alien. Have you seen that one?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Oh, gosh. And, you know, so she's like, my dad's an alien. And he actually was a triathlete. And so he, you know, would wear the, the sunglasses. He had his bike you know, he could use that sports car for everything that it could be. And it had a moonroof, but she was convinced, you know, like dad loves outer space because of this at the time they were highlighting a moonroof, you know, and what's important to him while well, he wants to be able to look up and see, he wants to be, uh, you know, not, he doesn't want to be boxed in to a car. Right. Right. And um, loves the speed on his bike. Loves the speed of the car, you know. And the and there were so many little nuances that, from a little girl's mind, I could see he does seem like an alien, but a really friendly one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice,
1: you know. But um, somebody that thinks differently, you know, and is a bit of a trailblazer.
0: Absolutely. <clears throat> so, what was the the biggest challenge in obviously leaving leaving corporate, leaving that security of a well paid you know yeah. and and no, then stepping like into exploring. building building your own <laughs> business and 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 creating an audience attracting an audience to to your brand what what was the biggest challenge in that
1: um the biggest challenge I think was stepping out and I knew I had so many ideas of what I wanted to do and I needed quickly to bring structure to it. So I built my own structure. Um, I knew my own values. I knew that my values would show up in my, um, you know, best clients and best customers, you know? And I also knew that if I did not clearly express what those values are and, um, you know, not have a story about me, 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 but instead, how how am I changing the world? How am I helping these different industries? Um, what does because I'm stepping into a space that people still don't know what branding is because we don't teach what branding is in academia. We there isn't a college course per se about specifically about branding. So I'm building one myself. We're going to get going on that, um, but the hardest thing was having all these ideas, wanting to do it all, and finding structure to that. And pretty quickly, I had sketched out my values, my niche, my revenue streams, what my overall mission was, what was the message that was going to deliver that mission, you know. And, um, I was very uncomfortable, I think I mentioned to you brand marketers love to shine the light on others. We're really good about that, but on ourselves, we're rather humble. We don't want the spotlight, and I found a way that might resonate for your um listeners, and that is to find three words that best clarify who you are, what you do, and why it's important. You know um, People would ask. What I do, and when I said branding, they'd say, "Oh, marketing," and I had a response for them. I'd say, "Well, marketing's really good, but branding is the precursor to all effective marketing. You can spin your wheels and waste a lot of time and energy if you don't know what you want to amplify." I do all the work before that, and we do it in a half-day session. You know, so um, my my I knew the people that I would best serve our trailblazers. They are people that know that they've got a really good idea, but they're not quite sure how to grow it, how to scale it. And insert me like that's what I've done for these major brands. And now I get to do that for uh, the solopreneur or, um, Companies that have as many as 20 people or so, you know, uh, when I was at a child safety products company, there were 32 of us, we made $32 million that year. And within a couple of years, we were at 120 million and written up in Newsweek because our productivity, you know, our headcount wasn't 120 people, you know, so we were making more than a million dollars per person. We were at at that point, we were almost 50 people at 120. Wow. So we were each generating about $2 million. Um, If you looked at it as a simple equation, but um, yeah, the, the challenges were, you know, when, when we have so much that we want to do and we're passionate about it, that's why we've stepped into the space. Um, And I've heard many people in the entrepreneurial world use the word, oh, use the word, oh, I have ADHD. And they (laughs) kind of minimize it like, oh, I have ADHD. And I think to myself, oh, my goodness, you have ADHD. That's amazing. Like, (laughs) all we have to do is put structure around that so that you have those three words that, you know, when somebody says to you, so what is it that you do? You can say, well, you know, I'm all about X, Y, and Z. And pause and let the conversation start. And they'll ask you, well, wait a minute. So X, Y, and Z. So does that mean, and they'll ask for clarification. It starts to become a conversation and you can validate to say, yeah, you know, I am focused on X, Y, and Z. And you know what I find is it best serves A, B, and C. That's the sweet spot. That's where I come to life. And that's where I can help my clients really come to life too.
0: Absolutely. Those are fantastic so you mentioned knowing knowing your values. Um, how important it is for, for an entrepreneur to to know their values as they're building their brand.
1: So, I'm going to go deeper than this. I'm going to answer your question, but I'm going to go deeper than this. Um, and that is when you know and this will tie back to some of our religious learnings as as young children, right? When we know our core value are our, our the essence of of who we are and what those values are. It starts to help us relate to our outer world. It starts to help us find like-minded people that are like-minded, but also different. Because if we're of a growth mindset, you know, like we do want to learn about other things, but we also want to stay with that bench strength of like that rock solid foundation of our, our values. And it becomes when you know your own values, I think this is important for a lot of um, new companies, you know, new, new people that, that start new businesses. You know, when you start a new business, there's an outward focus right away of like, okay, how can we get customers to come and find us and know us and appreciate us and be brand advocates, right? But if we instead looked inside and say, you know, what makes, why is this so important to me? you know, and brand building for me is at a foundational level. Like I, some of the work that I do is within the schools, both high school and college, because I want these kids to know that they can find their place in the world by looking inside instead of outside. Mm -hmm. If they know their values and can appreciate what they're attracting and they can appreciate the people around them for being a little bit different. They're similar, but a little bit different and so on and so on. You know, there's a ripple effect with that, that um, they can feel solid in what they do and who they are. And, you know, I, I do think that's what has been foundational for me because each of the companies that have hired me in the past, they don't quite know what they need. And I have I've made my title in almost every case because they don't they don't know how to wrap what I do into a title. you know, so um, I mean, looking back, I know I'm a brand attraction trailblazer. That's what I am. Nice,. You know? And so coming back to that message of, you know, my why is imagine a world if everyone knew and could reflect inside who they are inside to the outside world without any walls or barriers, right? And we could just shine and step into our place, right? What happens? Time is saved. There's more peace in the world. There's less destructive decisions that you know can happen and all sorts of good stuff. So that is my mission at the heart of what I do. and um, And I choose to do it through business and academia.
0: Nice. I like that. Um, we mentioned earlier um, the value of connections and and making connections. How have connections helped you in your journey?
1: So the first thing I did in stepping out on my own was reaching out to other businesses that I appreciated. And they were a variety of businesses, a bakery, a a marketer at the chamber of commerce, um, a, a photography studio, a restaurateur, different people, but all, all people that I knew really valued connection at a high level, right? They were trying to make things happen for, for groups and people. And I reached out to them to understand what would they have done in their first three years, like looking back and knowing what they know now, like what are the things that helped them, what served them? And so um they were very generous with their time you know those were valuable coffee chats so to speak um that sometimes were only 15 20 minutes long but high impact and and powerful you know so um the the connections and then some of the some of my best clients have been um, have been connections so the the photography studio i mentioned came to me and said you know well i feel one of the owners asked to meet with me and he said, I really feel like you're supposed to help us with branding. (laughs) And I said, well, you have your brand. And what about the branding are you thinking about? And he said, well, the logo doesn't quite reflect us. And I said, is it the logo? And he said, well, actually it's the website. The website, you know, we've just got too much stuff up there. Like, I don't think it represents us. And I said, we could look at that. You know, I have some ideas because with the website, what do you want to do? As soon as somebody lands on your website, you want to evoke one word. What is it? And trust. he said, well, yeah, yeah. Well, you want to build trust. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, great answer. And for them, they were they are a uh, a luxury photography studio that does lifestyle shots. And he's like, there's, you know, it's so hard to be able to, cover everything that we do and I said well let's break it down let's look in at the different industries that you serve and there were four or five of them that really were the bulk of what they do you know there was um food and wine there were um you know focused on um some hard goods which like there's a flashlight that comes up that the the photography is unbelievable on um textiles apparel um and really you know sports and athletic wear and so as we dug into it i wound up redoing their whole website and and uh selecting the imagery that would pop up like that first image that second image that third image that fourth that would come through and deliver the story of who they are and what they do. And being a luxury brand photographer, you could, like everybody else in the world, felt like they were unattainable, unapproachable. Whereas these people are like incredibly humble and, you know, working with you side by side. It's done with you, it's not done for you, it's done with you. So that was a, a great partnership. That here it is five years later, and their website still is is like leading the pack, leading, you know, what they. Uh, that, if you're curious about that one, it's studio141photo.com, and just having some movement and having some life to the brand, rather than we're a photographer studio, you know, a photography studio. Excuse me.
0: So after that, after that initial group of of businesses that you got advice from um what's been the most effective for for building an audience and attracting your tribe?
1: Truly it's getting comfortable talking about who I am, what I do, and why I do it, you know, and the connections. Um, one of my favorite one of my favorite projects, and it turned into like a three-year project, right, wow. was helping another chocolatier um, completely rebrand their business. But before that, the CEO had reached out to me and asked, he, you know, we spend a little bit of time and he's like, you know, I feel like we have so many different products and we're working on so many different things. And we're running a million-dollar business but and we have five people that are running you know, helping us here in the office, but it's just kind of like whack-a-mole, like, you know, what do you do next? And I helped him in that first meeting. I was like, okay, he needs that structure that I have for myself of like, what are your values? What is your, your customer's best values? What are your revenue streams? And how do you want to simplify that? And what is the overall mission? So that he could easily say to investors or to at a sales meeting, you know, okay, you're another chocolate brand. What makes you special? Like, I, I understand you're focused on this, but what makes you special? What's your real story? And they were all about natural ingredients. They were all about organic and gluten-free ingredients and kosher. And all of these things that felt complicated, you know, that that we could bring right into um, the scene of simplicity, you know, like at the end of the day, it's it's better for you chocolate. And and at a luxury um, feel, you know, because they had just the right recipe that the mouthfeel was fantastic, like just like smooth luxury kind of experience without the extra sugar, without the extra fat. Um, And that connection came through because a neighbor happened to be sitting uh, next to the CEO at a dinner for their kids One night, And it was one of those conversations of what do you do? What do you do? And he's like, oh, you know, just became the CEO of this company. And they're really they're struggling. And now I'm struggling. And she's like, I think I know somebody that can help you. And um, so those connections are fantastic. Um, One of my favorite connections was actually you, Robert, reaching out to me, because of uh, being in a group that talking about branding and um you had a connection that was graphic design and you knew that i needed resources for graphic design i hadn't even asked that question and i had a project on my list that week and you reached out and said hey i know you don't know me but i want to make sure that you know this person and pair us up and we had a fantastic conversation Um, you know, and and she was actually, Karen was one of your guests and she does some incredible illustration, which not every graphic designer does. And my favorite part of my conversation with Karen was reflecting back to her, my perception. Remember branding is 50% you and 50% perception, right? Reflecting my perception of who she is and what she does through what she had generated on her website. And it was just really like her website is a gift, but then reflecting that back to her, she touched her heart, wow. you know? So here we are two new people talking and immediately connected because of having those shared values and shared people.
0: Absolutely. Well, she has, she has she so has a fantastic brand and connection. niche that she just fell into.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I think I'm going to be able to pass work for her, with her or pass work to her. You know, um, I, I quoted a project with three different people, and I know they can all do three different things, um, and and raise the bar on this particular client's um, needs and and branding, and that happens to be around logo development. But we can't do the logo development without knowing our story. Our story. Who we are what we do, why we do it really reveals our niche, and that's absolutely, what I, and that's one thing that I see entrepreneurs struggle with is like, you know, okay, I hear about niche, I know I should focus on my best clients, but how do I do that? Look inside, understand more about you, and then think about a Venn diagram, two circles that overlap, right? So, one is you. And your values and the other is your marketplace and their values. So what are those shared values that you can find and maybe even grow into? You know, that's all work that you can do before uh, you, you do your, your brand image work, you know, I always say that your story and your niche, adding those two together, bring you to your best brand image and your best branding experience. So, but don't worry. If if you've if you've already created your brand, there's a way to reverse engineer. <laughs> no time is lost.
0: <laughs> well, and I know Karen identifies so much with branding and, yes. and, and and not just she's not just, you know, a Fiverr person graphic yeah. design making logos. She's, she's
1: high quality. And she she's exactly what I needed.
0: Considers the brand and the whole story in in, in her creativity. Yeah. So, let's talk a little bit about your obviously you have a great deal of confidence and you've worked with very large companies and, and done, you know, very large work. Um, how does that confidence transferred over into entrepreneurship and the challenges of, of owning your own paycheck and, <laughs> and, and of course building, building your own brand and putting yourself yeah. out there without, you know, the lint name behind you. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Although there's been so many connections there too, you know, um, so for entrepreneurship, building that confidence, um, for me, I know I really, if you know yourself and you can express yourself, then then that's all you need. It's easily, it's it's it is that simple. And if you can express, this is Elaine I swim in, this is the work that I do, this is why it's important, here's how it's changed. You know, I had a um, I had a restaurant tour that knew that I helped another restaurant I helped a um a food truck raise funds through Kickstarter to become a full-on cantina that had a fleet you know he set up now that he could have a fleet of trucks going from his restaurant and servicing the whole area you know nice and um so he the The second restaurateur that I did not know, they weren't even on my radar because they were a couple of towns away. Um, they had come over and said, you know, something's going on with this, this cantina. Like, we want to know more. And they <laughs> asked about who had been doing work with them. So, you know, there was the referral there. And now I sit down with this new restaurateur in the space of this new restaurant that he has created. And he's another builder. He's another, like he built his brand from scratch because he is a chef that knew he was always unsatisfied with how his customers were treated. And so now he had his own restaurant that he was kicking off um, a rotisserie, which is amazing. Like this food is the secret ingredient I'm convinced is L O V E love. (laughs) But you know, can you imagine this life-changing moment when we're sitting there and I'm looking around thinking, what is it that he needs help with? Because he's already, he already seems aware, highly aware of himself, of what he loves to do, how he wants to deliver, how he wants his customers to feel. He's built a complete takeout business in addition to the restaurant, which so many restaurants miss that, you know, they kind of think of, uh, take out later and not, you know, they miss the, miss the mark because there's, well, we found out in COVID that we, we have a lot for takeout, right, <laughs> um, of opportunity. <coughs> Excuse me. So in this case, I'm faced with the owner, his partner, um, one of the, the people that work at, at, at the restaurant, and they haven't opened the doors yet. And the question comes up, when do we open the doors? How do we get started? And I said, honestly, I'm looking around like you have your menus ready to go. You have everything ready to go. And I looked at the, the owner and the founder, the chef, and I said, open the doors when you feel confident that you can stand in what you do and really be seen for it. And he pulled back and he, I I get a little bit choked up here too. Um, He hadn't targeted that fear. He hadn't seen that fear yet. And I said, here's a plan. We're going to do a soft opening. You know, there's a big event in town. Just open the doors, put a sign out front, a sandwich sign out front. Come on in for samples so that you can see that this this town already, they've, they're they ready for you. They love you. You're not even charging them at this point, right? And have a little bit of a, a trial of your product so that when you open up in two weeks, it's a full house. And that's exactly what we did. And it gave him the the runway of feeling comfortable and confident with that, you know, stepping into that entrepreneurship because he had always been at the back of the restaurant peeking out, seeing people delighted with his food. But now he's standing in the spotlight, you know, and it was a different experience. It was scary.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so the confidence building um, really comes from taking action steps and little action steps. I had the advantage of working with a, some several, like very, very large checkbooks. And thankfully, I was successful every time because I was looking at the company values. I was looking at their niche and their best customer values, and blending them into products and services and such campaigns. And we can do the same, but I'd encourage your entrepreneurs to take steps that feel right, that are like mind and heart and even gut feeling right. And when they don't have an answer, keep asking questions, stay curious, because it's probably right around the corner.
0: Absolutely. So how, I mean, did, how did you choose your niche? I mean, as an entrepreneur, you know, marketer, brander, obviously you have some interest in helping college students and high school students, which is so exciting to, to be contributing that way in the community.
1: Well, um, it has been so fantastic. Um, I don't think I ever chose my niche. It, like I, I think that my best clients have found me and it continues today. Like people tell me why they need to work with me. And just like I share with you about the, the photography studio, you know, <clears throat> I think I, I need to take a little sip here. Hang on one second. Mm. Thank you. The photography studio, you know, here they share with me that they, they need me and here's why. And I thought to myself, well, you know your brand. You need to have somebody redesign your website. And I have a lot of resources for that. And they said, no, you know us best. You know us from the inside out. You're going to bring so much value to the table because you can see us from the inside out. And those words really keep coming through over and over like that, you know, um, our connection through one of the groups that we're in. you know, some of the work that I've done with some of the people within that group, I know them because I can see them. And when I help them see themselves, everything changes. They step into their superpower. And I have a feeling you know what I'm talking about, because you're doing something similar with Add Value to Life and, and entrepreneurs. And so I really think that um, I'm getting off track. <laughs> <laughs> this is the reality, right? Bring me back to the question once again, Robert.
0: <clears throat> well, so we we kind of talked about your how you chose your niche, but you're basically describing how your yes, niche has chosen chose you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the niche, you know, the niche chose me and um you know, it is the people that want to work with me, they have made a big decision. They have been they are committed. They know that what they're doing is important whether it's mission oriented and impact oriented, or, oh my goodness, this could blow up into a really big business. Um, They are at that point of knowing there's, I call it hockey stick growth, you know, when it's going to be like, you know, like we're here, but it's just going to really start increasing fast. And they know that their foundation is a little wobbly, you know, and that's why we end up talking that they, they need that confidence. And, um, the, the most fun that I have, one of my services is um, half day speed sessions, because as I mentioned, I'm all about momentum, right? And if we are focused for three hours straight, it's amazing what we get through. And typically it's messaging. It's also structure. It's getting that foundation shored up and, and in place so that they can build not just a house, but a skyscraper on that foundation right and um so choosing i did not choose a niche um i have been in many different industries but the common thing is that i'm working with trailblazers that the path hasn't been created before they're excited about creating that path and they know that people are going to follow them but that's okay you know like there's there's enough space for all of us in the world you know um no matter what they're doing
0: absolutely absolutely yeah. All right. So change it up just a touch. What, what do you love to do in your free time?
1: In my free time, anything outdoors. Oh, my gosh. Anything that involves moving and getting outdoors. Um, you know, I am a highly sensory person and uh, meaning that I notice everything. You know, I notice the colors of the leaves and the leaves rustling and what the leaves are doing and and knowing noticing everything around me allows me to be like highly present and just doing what I love to do. Notice the little things that are really positive and impactful. Um, I was in conversation with a family member that tends to feel like, you know, the, the sky is falling kind of, you know, personality. And I'm like, honestly, I see only like, I see so much good in the world like I am so full of hope and opportunity. I see possibility all around me. And it really is about, you know, getting outside and and um, get moving.
0: I love that. Um, so what what's Doreen's big dream?
1: My big dream, uh, I spoke to you about the different revenue streams. Well, there's also a brand awareness stream that I'm working on. Um, I have three books in my head, two of which are going to help entrepreneurs, one of which is going to help students. And I realized earlier this year that it's actually a documentary that I want to have free and available to all high schoolers and colleges, you know, and just be a part of there doesn't it doesn't need to be anything that there's a charge to because I really want students to know where to start in finding themselves and their own personal brand, because I know that'll ripple into their careers and, you know, whether they choose to go the corporate route, which I am very appreciative of, but I can just help more people outside of corporate, you know? And so my big dream is getting that documentary done. And I'm excited because I know at least Three of my major sponsors that I'll be asking about.
0: Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah. And, and so you mentioned that as a gift. And, and so what is the value of contribution meant to you as on your journey being able to give back?
1: So I believe in the infinity loop, you know, which is something that we do l- learn as kids. you know you, you, If you give, you will receive, right? So if you give, you will receive. You give, you will receive. So there's this constant like reciprocality, and I've been so I've benefited so much from that. And so I do think that um, if you give from a place of service, not expectation, but of service, true service, it just comes back to you in in ways that you could never in a million years predict. You know, it's all good.
0: Absolutely, it's it's so true. I terrific. bet you
1: know that too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, entrepreneurship is is really simple, and I think everybody was built to be an entrepreneur. I mean, I believe all of us have a gift inside us that we were created to use to help other people. And and once somebody can discover what whatever that gift inside them is to help other people, if you use it to help other people, you're an entrepreneur. And yeah. So, yeah. so helping people just figure out this is this is and, and it can be as simple as plumbing. Like plumbing is a gift and they have a skill and a gift to be able to, to fix people's pipes and do the things that are necessary. Oh it's and no the different lawyers.
1: than yeah, know, they, the
0: chefs are you know, if you give your you know, if you hold it back and you, and you hide it and you feel like you get those ideas from the universe and, and you say, oh, that's not for me. Oh, I could never do that. Right. Versus. What if you could do it? Right. And changing the question to, well, what if I could? Well, what if it's yeah. easy?
1: And 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 that's what the work that we do, I really feel like um it is about seeing that possibility and then making it a reality. Like, how does that best work? You know, and and if you can see it, you can believe it.
0: Right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, so my other I, title is, is dream recovery specialist. That's what <laughs>
1: that's a great one, Yeah, you know, and there's a certain power with that too, of when you realize that you have everything in you and, and you do not need to shoot arrows into the ocean of trying to connect. But instead, if you're connected with yourself and you're able to express yourself in a way that's comfortable, that doesn't feel um, that still feels humble um, or, or, Whatever the word is that resonates most for you, getting comfortable is, is is your biggest marketing lever of being able to talk about who you are and, and what you do, but not feel like you're too much or taking somebody else's space away.
0: Nice. You know? but, and there's plenty of space. Like, we, we could all be doing the same exact job, and there's still plenty of space. Like, mm-hmm. there's 8 billion people on this planet. And, and you don't have to help all $8 billion to have a, a successful business and to be
1: well, influential. Yeah. And that's what um, – so I live in the smallest city on the east coast of the United States. And in this little city, within two or three blocks, there are many places that sell ice cream, many places that sell pizza, many places that sell coffee, and they all thrive. They all have their own little personality. Um, one coffee shop is um, – more modern and hip for the younger, um, people. And, uh, you know, the music is a little more vibey, loud. Another is, um, filled with art and a beautiful view of the river and it is a slower, intentional, slower pace. Another is more of a grab and go. Um, but an amazing patio that you can linger on that you can have a different experience and appreciate each of those experiences, you know, and, and the Absolutely. right people, the right people find you just like your best friend. Like how did your best friend find you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, hopefully. because you showed
1: them who you are.
0: Right. Yeah. You, you, you did have some, some spatial, like that. That's been the biggest challenge over the last year, right. Is, is that we're not, we're not, in, we're not in the same spaces anymore. Right. We're not, we're not networking. We're not <laughs> sharing meals as, as much in sharing community. Yeah. Um, And that was one of my big challenges um, because my business was all built face to face. And and then, you know, COVID obviously forced me to figure out Facebook ads and networking. And and of course, the group that we met in is 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 transitioning my business, you know, basically to the Internet, because it's not only is it necessary, but it's 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 the it was the right move, regardless of it. The, the, the situation or circumstances just because I can serve so many more people.
1: And that's the thing is when you come from a place of service, I know one of my clients um, owns a storefront and they actually expanded into a second brand within the same um, city. You know, they're right around the corner from one another, but draw very different, similar, but different um, clientele. And um, she sees on a regular basis, a good amount of business coming in just through the internet that, you know, a sweater or this or that, that needs to be boxed up and sold. And um, it isn't any different for many of us service providers, you know, I, Right now, there's like a West Coast explosion going on right now. Like there's a lot of West Coast people that are reaching out to me. However, I've helped people in Australia. I've helped people in the UK, a, a dog trainer in the UK, which was so fun working on messaging <laughs> with that, you know, um, a Canadian chocolatier last year that uh, basically came to me with a recipe and um, a brand name. And they said, we need a story. And they thought I was going to craft a story. Oh. And
0: it has to be theirs.
1: I did. However, I said, well, this is something we're going to do together. And they're like, well, you know, they didn't know how that was going to come together. And really, it was interviewing the current owner and talking about his dad and his grandfather. So it was three generations, bringing those three generations into the brand story, making sure the logo actually had characteristics of all three gentlemen you know, and so it, it's really going to be an exciting thing. They're, they're soon to launch. Um, you know, it does take some time when you're manufacturing. And so they're soon to launch, but finding that brand story, being able to use those three words to talk about who you are, what you do is everything it's connective. And honestly, I think it'll keep more people on this planet and more people enjoying what they do because they can be seen fully as themselves unapologetically.
0: That's so terrific. Um, what a great example. Yeah. So obviously, you've given such great wisdom and, and tips. Um, but I still end every call with, you know, what would Doreen's words of wisdom be to entrepreneur listening? Mm. <laughs> to sum it up in your last, last, this is the most important tip of all.
1: <laughs> so my experience this year has been outstanding. Um, I've been in business for seven years. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, all great brand marketers, they really want to highlight their customers. And I find a lot of us hiding behind our customers instead of standing in our place. And how the the guidance on that is really identifying um, what are those limiting beliefs? So for me, a big one was I am too much, T-O-O, much. You know, um, so growing up in a household of, you know, multiple siblings and all, you know, don't outshine this one, don't outshine. And so I, I was pulling back at a young age, but breaking through that, that limiting belief, I choose to say, I am so much. And so what that allows is like, it gives, whether it's a listener or a friend or a business situation, you know, it gives people a glimpse of who I am so that they can connect and identify you know, does, does this make sense to continue the conversation? You know, are we friends? <laughs> right? Do we have shared values? Do we have similar goals? And um, how do we, how do we support one another? You know, so the giving and receiving, you know, because it's not always about simply giving it's also the ability to receive. Right.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: that's what I would share. Yeah.
0: That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank that's you fantastic so, so much for, for- joining me today and being willing to share such great wisdom.
1: I really appreciate the time with you, Robert. And um, and thank you for bringing us together.
0: Well, if you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe. We have a free gift for you at add value, number two entrepreneurs.com. We've created a collection of the top tips that have been shared on our show for entrepreneurs. Do you struggle with procrastination, putting off the work until the last minute? Well, you are not alone. Many of our clients start there. We are launching a new five-day challenge to help you take more action and make more money in your business. Each day is a 10-minute video lesson and a worksheet. If you take 15 to 30 minutes to do the worksheet, it will change your life in business and exponentially increase the amount of work you get done each day. Right now, it is only $27 and contains five of our best tools for helping you move forward. It can be found at AddValueToLife.com slash action. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day.